I just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You are the recipients of God's grace and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality. Welcome to Life Today Live 2024 edition. I hope you had a nice New Year's celebration. Uh, it was nice and warm here in Texas. I was outside in t-shirt uh, picking up leaves all weekend, but it was wonderful. Uh, I'm at the age where I'd rather do that than go out and party or something. So I had a great one. Hope you did too. And we're going to kick this off right. Hello, Judy. Great to have you. Anybody watching live? So good to have you here in the new year. We've got a lot of good guests. Uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just looking forward to it. Having a lot of fun. This has been it's been four years of of these online interviews, uh, and it's been a it's been a real blessing and. A big part of that is is you guys out there, especially my, my regulars like Judy who are watching live. But if you're watching in the replay, we love you guys too. Now, if you watched the last couple of weeks um, where I ran the best of 2023, the top 10 most watched interviews from the year, you saw uh, a gentleman named Brant Hansen. Uh, and I actually in my I recut the ins and outs on those. And I mentioned that he had a new book coming out. Uh, and then I didn't know it when I did it. I looked at the schedule for 2024, and I'm like, oh, Brant's my first guest, and we're talking about his new book, and that is really cool. So just to remind you, in case you missed that um, a couple weeks ago, right before Christmas, the new book by Brant Hansen is this one, Life is Hard, God is Good, Let's Dance. And this actually ties in with a devotional I wrote for this week. Um, if you're not on our devotional list at lifetoday.org, you can get on it. It's called Words of Life. comes out every Sunday, and I wrote one yesterday. If you go to lifetoday.org and click on the Connect button and then Words of Life, it's really buried in there, but that's where it's at. We're working on redesigning the website, too. Um, but it's called Buckle Up, and I say that because it's an election year again. If you remember what happened last election year, it can get a little crazy. Um, and that's just the world we live in, and it's okay if you're buckled up. And the only secure buckle, uh, the only secure anchor for the soul is Christ. And I don't know any other way to put it, but if you don't know Jesus, get to know him because otherwise it'll be a rough ride. So, again, great to have you. Feel free to join in. Loretta, good to see you out there. Brant, man, we're kicking it off right with you. Welcome to Life Today Live. Thanks, man. I'm honored to be here. Get to talk to you again. It's great. Uh, well, I knew, you know, I enjoyed our last conversation. We had you in for the broadcast show. Everybody here, I, you, we, we, we appreciate the light that you are uh, and people that hear you on the radio uh, or listen to your podcast. They, they know uh, a little bit, but let's jump into this one because I love the title. It's hilarious. And yet I, there's some depth there. Uh, give us a quick overview and then we'll, we'll get into some of the details. Yeah, well, it's about anxiety. And I've run into a lot of Christians, even or believers that are very anxious people. And uh, I wanted to tell them, you know, when Jesus said we don't have to be anxious, he wasn't being crazy. <laughs> it wasn't unrealistic. I mean, it's in the Sermon on the Mount. He's like, be like the animals, be like the birds of the air, the lilies of the field. Like, But people are like, yeah, but he didn't know about this thing that's happening and this other stuff. Yeah, he did. He did. And he and other stuff, too, that they were dealing with. They were facing everything that we're facing and, and more. Yeah. 
shorter lifespans and higher infant mortality and, you know, lack of antibiotics and food insecurity and then wars and occupation and racism and, and fantasy, all, all this stuff was going on. And yet he's there saying, you don't have to be afraid. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wish that we were known for being people who were so hopeful that it made no sense to other people. Because I think, in fact, that's what we're supposed, they're supposed to ask us about it. Like, we're supposed to be ready with the reason for the hope that we have. They should be looking at us going, why are you so hopeful? Can't you see everything is falling apart? And I think that's, I think that's doable. I think, I think we're not supposed to be anxious that we can say, yes, there's hardness in life. There's, there's stuff we can't control, Um, but he's good. And ultimately I trust his character. And I like your uh, buckle up metaphor. I was thinking about watching, and I, and I mentioned this in the book, but do you have a favorite? I'm just curious, Randy, do you have a favorite sports team? Is it the Cowboys or is there somebody? Dallas Stars, hockey. I'm a hockey guy. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know much about hockey, but if there's a, if there's a close game and they're, they're behind and you're watching it live and the refs are making bad calls and <laughs> yeah, like you get worked up about it. Then they come back and win at the last second. Like you can watch that in replay. And when you watch it in replay and you already know how it's going to end, you don't get worked up about it, do you? No. Okay. I, I, I literally did that this weekend because I recorded yeah. the Dallas Stars games and they played New Year's Eve and they played Chicago again. And two days before they had gone into overtime with Chicago. But on New Year's Eve, I was watching the Cowboys uh be handed a victory to them but we won't go into that uh, um you, <laughs> right. you saw you saw that too okay um yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and and i flipped over during uh halftime and the stars were up five to nothing and i went oh and then i didn't watch the rest of the game because i knew i had it recorded and i did i went back and watched the whole stars game knowing that they had a big win and it was a whole different experience than watching a game live so right totally there. Different. That's just it. If you know how it ends, that changes everything. It does. <laughs> like, do I do I honestly trust the character of God mm. or not? Mm. And I, I love how Dallas Willard puts it. He's like, we're it's not just about having faith in Jesus, it's having the faith of Jesus. Like, look at the way Jesus looked at his father. And if there's one word, this is why I brought up Willard, because they asked him, the guy I really respect mm-hmm. as a scholar and a theologian, but they said, you know, what one word would you use to describe Jesus? And he picked a word I never, ever would have picked. And the word he picked was relaxed. <laughs> and I never thought about it that way. I like that's that's really brilliant. Um, but he is. So when he does the thing with the, he takes his friends out, the disciples out onto the boats on the lake and there's the big storm and he's, he brought a cushion. It says in Mark, which is so crazy to me. I write about that too. It's just like <laughs> cushion. Like, why is that in the Mark? Mark is the guy who doesn't have any details at all. You know, he's like, <laughs> he brings a cushion. He's asleep. Their storm hits and then they are all freaking out. His message is essentially didn't you know it was going to be all right? You don't trust me? And the weird thing about that whole story, too, is that whole trip was Jesus's idea. It says he wanted to go out there. So it was kind of, it was a test. It's like, can you, can you handle trusting me? 
enough that you could sleep knowing that it's going to be all right. Even if the ships go down, you're going to be okay. Hmm. So I, th I think there's a strength that we should be playing from. And it's a joyful strength because it means like joy is a sense of well-being regardless of circumstances. Meaning you can be at a funeral and be grieving and still have that sense of well-being. And I know that for a fact. I, I know people have gone through horrific things and they still talk about, yeah, the worst case scenario happened. And yet, Mm -hmm. God showed up in a way I had never experienced before. I've, I've heard this story over and over from people. Like your worst case scenario, you don't need to worry about because even if that happens, he's going to be there and ultimately it's good. So you don't have to be anxious. You can enjoy the things that come across your path. You can, you can dance. You can be joyful. There's something wonderful about that. And the rest of the world can't understand it because they're not joyful. They don't have a sense of well-being. They're anxious and angry mm -hmm. and that's the culture that we're in. So let me let me ask you about one thing because this is something. Mm, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. Uh, okay, I got I to gotta put this the right way. Um, I we we have um, an excuse to be angry if you look at the world and what they're doing, and we have this theology of righteous anger. What do you do with that? Well, uh, we've we've talked about this some, but like there is right righteous anger. It's God's anger. God's anger is righteous. In James, it point blank says there's nothing about human anger that brings about the righteousness of God. Our anger is not righteous. We can't be trusted with it. It's the same thing with like vengeance. Vengeance is God's. It's not ours. He can be trusted with it. We can't. So what happens with anger? It's an emotion. And it, it can be like blinking lights on a dashboard. It's like something's wrong. My will is being thwarted or I can tell something's wrong here. We're actually supposed to get rid of it before the sun goes down, it says in Ephesians. Yeah. And it never talks about good human anger. Never. We made that up to justify our own anger. Anger doesn't help us. Mm. It can kill us. It's there for fight or flight, but it's something that's supposed to, we're supposed to put off. Um so, yeah, there's always going to be something that can make you angry. All you have to do is turn on the news. You can be angry 24-7, angry and anxious. Mm -hmm. But honestly, what you pay attention to will determine who you are. So if you're going to park with the news, decide that's what you want, then that's going to be who you are. So don't be surprised if you're anxious tomorrow or the next week. or you, Instead of becoming a different sort of person that's more relaxed, like Jesus, you become this person who's balled up with anxiety and anger. Well, that's because of what you pay attention to. Yeah. So I, I literally have to, and I think everybody does, the culture is not going to do this for you. They're not going to tell you, hey, God is good. You can trust him. That's that's the last message they'll have. They, they don't want that. They want you fearful. They want you upset. Mm -hmm. So the, you have to deliberately focus on God, spend time with him, talk with him about what you're doing together in life. But it makes you a different sort of person. And it's the kind of person actually that people need desperately right now. But there's there's not many people at peace, including a lot of older people, frankly, who just camp in front of the news. And and we needed you to be wise and, and um and at peace. And instead you're all worked up. And that's unfortunate. It it is, and it's hard to dance when you're anxious and angry. <laughs> and, and yet 
I mean, so that's what I like about in you know the title of your book, which by the way, we're halfway through the show. Let's show that again. Life is good. Life is hard. God is good. Let's dance. I, you, the idea that we are people made for dancing, you know, metaphorically or literally, um, is not the way a lot of people view it. And and that's what the reason I ask about the anger because I knew what you were going to say um, is because setting aside the anger that we think is righteous is a big step towards being able to dance and be joyful. Is it not? That is a fact. And for what my, my whole thing about anger is forgiveness is where we should park. We are constantly in forgiving mode. That's who we're supposed to be. And we don't forgive people because they deserve it. If you're waiting for people to deserve it, they won't. You forgive people because you didn't deserve it. Mm -hmm. It's hard to forgive. <laughs> But it's much harder to live a life of unforgiveness. Mm. It will distort you. You'll become a kind of person that that just is like the rest of the world, caught up in this. But Jesus gives us peace. Like that's his gift at the at the Last Supper. He's like, I'm giving you this gift. It's not like the world gives. I'm giving you my peace. And it's really funny to, to me. It's like a lot of us are like, hey, thanks for the peace, but I'd rather have the news 24-7. I'm going to take this <laughs> gift right back to the Right. coals or whatever i'd rather have this like no don't trade that in this is a good thing and we are made for dancing and celebration this is who we are mm -hmm. guess how this all ends it ends with a big wedding you know anything about traditional cultures and weddings they're not sit down affairs <laughs> they're a blast it's not dancing either where you try to be cool either it's like there's nothing more fun than a dance where no one's trying to be cool well and you know what it, it, to be able to dance and i've, I've had four kids and so four weddings and I'm not, you know, especially when you're the older guy there, right? Uh, I'm not John Travolta in that commercial where he's dressed up as Santa doing the disco. It's like, I don't have that confidence in my dancing ability, but in order to be able to be that free, it requires being free and free yes. from what the stuff you're talking about. Yeah. And it, it puts you in a place of humility as well yeah i mentioned in the book i get to travel to these hospitals they're called cure but they're they're hospitals they're surgical hospitals around the world they're all about jesus mm. and it's healing kids that have correctable disabilities well at one of the hospitals they have a dance party on thursday <laughs> in the a little uh, rec room where they do art projects and stuff but they turn the music on and these are kids some are in wheelchairs some are using canes some are using walkers some are able to dance you know freely but they're all in different states of being healed no one's trying to be cool and it i unlike you i do have confidence in my moves i know i look stupid but i don't care so I let it... <laughs> and there's nothing more joyful than that it's it's like this is a picture of the kingdom of god in advance he's going to heal us all how awesome like living in the knowledge of that mm -hmm. getting it like we're headed for a party where literally we're going to be able to watch I believe we're going to see people that could never see before their eyes are open. People are running and dancing. People are being reunited. It's all goosebump stuff. We're headed for stuff that's just like, this is what I was made for. But yeah. this isn't pie in the sky stuff. It's, it's reality. Like if you trust the character of God, this, you're dealing with the really strong hand. And we are the people that are supposed to be so hopeful that people are like, why, what is up with you guys? Why do you, <laughs> why are you hopeful? And we can tell them why. I, I think the reason we don't get there, and I don't, I, I, I don't mean this to be harsh. Uh, I, I, I mean this because this is what I had to go through and examine 
to shake off some of those other things. And I, I think it's unbelief. And, and when I say that, I mean, okay, let's just say that, uh, you know, I don't, I don't advise playing the lottery. I think I call it a sucker tax, but set that aside for a second for the sake of illustration. You buy a lottery ticket. It's the winning numbers. You're a multimillionaire. If you don't believe that that lottery ticket has the winning numbers, you're never going to cash it in and you're going to live. If you're poor, you're going to continue to live in poverty, even though you're a multimillionaire, you just don't believe it. But if you believe that the numbers match the winning numbers, it changes everything about you. And I, I know there has to have been a point if, or many points or a process for you to be able to say the things that you're saying and to write the things that you write and live the way that you live. You had to go, no, I actually do believe these pie in the sky things. And when you really believe it, you live like it. Well, that's right. It really is a matter what you believe isn't what you say you believe. Right, right. What you believe is, is what you do, right? Mm -hmm. So you can say, I believe, oh, I believe God's good, but you're constantly anxious and angry about what it's like. Well, that's, then what you really believe is that your salvation is going to come from politics or it's going to come from knowing enough to ward things off. Or if I worry about something, it's going to help me. Like that, it doesn't help. So Jesus is so genius. I keep trying to tell people this because they don't think of him as a genius. He's so genius in his way of life that he's giving us. He, he is the way and the truth. And he's telling us, in this world, you will have troubles, but what? Be of good cheer. <laughs> like, he knows. He's not naive mm. about reality. That's the funny thing is if you are at peace, some people will be like, well, you just don't really understand what's going on. No, I actually do. I got a degree in journalism. I've done done all that stuff. I've been I've done talk radio, political talk radio. I did that. Like I'm aware. I read widely. Blah blah blah. But I'm also aware of more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is the which is the goodness of God. And I trust His character. I don't understand everything. I can't give you an answer for everything that happens. But ultimately, I found that I can trust His character enough to say, He's good. Hmm. So that that's where a lot of us, I think, we we don't believe it. We don't really believe that that he's as good as we say, and that's too bad because eternal life is a is is something that starts now. Yeah, yeah. And, and take hold of the eternal life to which you were called, Paul to yeah. Timothy. Uh, that struck me one time, and I went, "Wait a minute! Take hold of the eternal life." He's not. That's not a suicide call. No. It's okay. Like living, so yeah. Right. So on your on your buckle up thing, Lamentations, mm -hmm. chapter three, here he's talking about Jeremiah, whoever's writing, there, talking about how I know everything's going down. The entire country is being destroyed. I know what's going to happen. We're done for. That's what he says. It's chapter three. And then what's the next thing he says? Yet I call this to mind and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love for us, we are not consumed. His faithfulness is new every morning. You can read that. But he literally says, yet I call this to mind. Like, I'm aware of what's happening. Mm -hmm. I know what's in the news. I know what's coming. There might Things might fall apart. But I call this to mind. You can call things to mind, and therefore I have hope. God's love for us is still the last word. Yeah. yeah. You can, but you have to actively call it to mind because Fox isn't going to do it for you. No. And MSC is not going to do it for you. Nobody's going to do that for you. Yeah. So we need to be a different kind of people. And... 
practicing this, we will be, and we, we can be, and people will wonder what, what the heck happened. Why are you so joyful? Well, Fox and CNN and all those others won't do it, but Life Today will do it. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> right? I'll tell you another one that will do it, and that is Brant Hansen. If you go to BrantHansen.com, and it's B-R-A-N-T-H-A-N-S-E-N.com, by the way, for those of you listening. If you go to the podcast, it is called the Brant and Sherry Oddcast, which is one of the greatest titles ever. So I'm going to, I want to plug that because if you need someone to help bring some good things to mind, uh, we're here for you. Brant's here for you. You got places. That's what I'm saying. Um, so there, there's that plug resources for you, people resources. Uh, we, especially, I, I just, I do think this year's going to be a little crazy. Do you get that sense too? Or are we just, I mean, I'm okay 100%. with it. But. It's absolutely, even if it, even if it weren't an election year, there's going to be stuff that's, that you could be anxious and angry about mm. always. And they're going to like, even if it weren't, but it is going to be crazy, which just gives us an opportunity to stand out all the more as yeah. people yeah. hope. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay. I got to ask you about one thing. So I was mentioned, I was doing leaves. I did a lot. I have a leaf vacuum and I have a lot of trees that drop a lot of leaves. So it's a chore and I don't pay someone else to do it. I do it, do it myself for now. Well, I still can, um, but I've got the, the earbuds, you know, um, because the machine's loud and also I get music, right? Yeah. I actually, and this is, this is completely separate from our conversation today. I didn't, I only thought about it because of, of <laughs> this conversation. I heard, I heard an old DC talk song and I was like, oh man, I remember that song. What a great song. And, and I was kind of, I was, you know, I was doing the old white guy dance, right? You know, yeah, I did a little, yeah. I may have done one of these, right? Yeah, yeah. You have a, a Toby Mac experience in your book, uh, where you emcee the concert, and I, I you got to tell people that story. Well, this is so horrible. I, I'm an introvert, okay, so I don't mind speaking. In fact, I enjoy speaking different places, but I have to have something to say. I'm not a good emcee, but they wanted me to emcee because I was working at a radio station at the time. Toby Mac concert. So this is down in Miami. There's an amphitheater. It's outdoors. Parking lots like behind the band shell. But there's thousands of people there. And I had to get up and go, hey, ladies and gentlemen, let's give a big Miami welcome to Toby Mac. And he didn't come out. And so the crowd was confused. And I walked back to the promoters, whatever. They're on walkie-talkies and stuff. And I was like, what's going on? They're like, okay, well, okay. Well, he's ready now. Sorry. We're sorry we had a miscommunication. He's ready now. Can you go back out and introduce him? <laughs> and so I did. I felt a little sheepish about it. I'm like, hey, I tried to make a joke out of it. It wasn't very funny. And I'm like, seriously, here we go. Let's try it again. Big welcome for Toby Mac. And he did not come out again. <laughs> I, I went back to those people. And I'm like, what? Like I wanted to crawl in a hole. Like what? What is happening here? And like, oh well, we don't. You know, we're we're seriously ready now. He was back in the donut room or whatever. I was like, I'm not going back out there. Like, just please, one more time. He's ready. We're sorry. I went back out there, and no one was laughing at this point. Crowd is stone silent. And I'm like, hey, uh, let's try it again, ladies and gentlemen. Toby Mac, and he did not come out again. And. I, it's not his fault. Like it, it's not his fault at all. He probably didn't even know. Yeah. But I literally at that moment, I had my key, the keys sitting on the stage. So I picked up my keys, walked down the steps, got the people could watch me get in my car. <laughs> and I actually drove home. 
<laughs> what do we do with that? That's a hilarious story. I don't know. I I, I can't even remember what the context of my book was for it. Just more, I just had to share the pain of it. I presume he came out at some point <laughs> at the concert, but, but you, you weren't there to see it. <laughs> That's like the introvert's worst nightmare. You're up on stage and like it's it literally felt like a nightmare, but I don't know. You just roll with it. Now in life, I have so many embarrassing moments. I bet you do too and stuff. But honestly, while it's happening most of the time at this point, I'm like, it's just gonna be a good story. That's all. <laughs> it's all just it doesn't matter what people think if people think I'm a goofball, that's okay. <laughs> and you know, uh <laughs> that's hilarious. It, it there's it, it, it's only okay when you don't put your stock in what other people's approval yeah. it's only okay yeah. when you know that you're it's not all about you you know and yeah it's you know god's there's a light there's a lightness of being that can happen yeah. when you yeah cross that's what about narcissism like narcissists can't laugh at themselves mm -hmm. That's that's one primary identifier, is the inability to really laugh at yourself, and um, there's a lightness of be lightness of being that comes from viewing everything as kind of funny because everything's gonna be okay in the end anyway. It's not all about me. Yeah. So. Yeah. By the way, I hope this convinced you. This <laughs> is hide, yeah, hide you got me. Fall. You got me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> way to hide the trash cans and look really learned at the same time yeah now now that i look at it i can tell that it's totally flat but right. i was focused on you uh and not mm -hmm. on your background so i didn't notice and you know what there's an illustration there because if we focus if we focus this world is fake and it's not gonna you know i mean i'm not a doom and gloom guy but i mean this this world there's more than the physical there is there's there's the way yeah. and when you focus on God like I was focused on you, then the fake stuff doesn't matter so much. Right. Okay, good. Well, you can come up with a hundred illustrations from this, but that's a good one. So you got a better one. I want to hear it. Oh, like how we hide our trash? I don't know. There's probably something uh, in that. Yeah. Or yeah, I don't know. Well, now you got me curious what kind of trash you got back there. Fake plants. Um just recycling and then uh... oh, no, legit it's it's like yeah very unattractive um <laughs> <laughs> so. i was always struck by that when you go visit like a news like if you ever see like a local news you go to the set oh yeah it's it looks on tv it looks like the you know the deck of the starship enterprise and then you go there and it's just there's brooms and cement and smoke and mirrors baby tv is all yeah. smoke and mirrors i'll tell people that yeah. all right dude this has been great i you know i hope that that people out there watching I, I hope you feel a little more able to dance uh and yeah we get it jesus gets it there's gonna be rough spots i mean it's gonna it's gonna hurt at times but and this is a big thing and this is another reason i like the title of your book god is good because I think one of the core issues we have as human beings is not starting there. We want God to prove that he's good, or we want to feel like he's good. But if that doesn't work. <laughs> if you start with the premise that God is good and build everything on that, then it, it holds.
and and, and so man you got the, these are three strong truths one one that life is hard two that god is good and we can dance so thank you for that anything you want to add before i let you go man no man that's good great talking to you as always plenty of plenty of stuff to talk about but uh that's that's the major point i hope we're i hope we're joyful people yeah and and not only should we be and i don't say that as uh um uh, you know to get on to you if you're not uh it's not an admonition it's an it's it should be a liberation thing like, hey, no, yeah, no, no, you should be. You, it's okay to dance. It, it's okay to be happy. It's okay to have joy even when the world is going to hell in a handbasket or feels like it because it's not. That's the truth of it. God's got it. So appreciate you guys. Thanks, man. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being my first guest of 2024. My pleasure. It's all just kind of downhill from here but you know but <laughs> <laughs> no. be a good cheer <laughs> <laughs> all right uh thank you guys for being here i love the comments loretta judy juanita all you guys out there um and do check out the book if you just want to lift you up there it is right there and, and brant's website branthanson.com the oddcast all good stuff we got more guests every day i'll see you again tomorrow on life today live Believing of the heart, it is faith in God. You believe in pain.